This is it, people. This is what you've been waiting for. This is Everyday Celebrity Podcast. The podcast for everyday people with everyday problems trying to find everyday solutions to accomplish everyday goals. Let's start the show. You, 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 welcome to another episode of Everyday Celebrity Podcast, number one podcast no, in Oakland, homie. number one podcast in the Bay Area. This is your host, Jordan Owandi, and tonight is a random night. Tonight is a interesting night. It's also a fun night. I am joined here with a spontaneous episode with three people that... I think the universe collectively joined us together. Well, first of all, I got my uh, my number one Ace Boone Coon doula. Welcome to the show. Uh, it's your boy, you know what I'm saying, Do Game, uh, a.k.a. Foe, <laughs> hostess with the mostest, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the guy that be outside, your wingman. Your boy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Two game. Big Foley. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we have two ladies here. When it, when it comes to art, I mean, there's been a number of artists who grace the Everyday Celebrity Podcast stage. And this is no exception. We have two artists here. One is a rising star in the fine arts world she has accumulated pictures and paintings that you can find in various restaurants across the u.s she has a current painting that is in the museum of modern art in oakland and she's a She's just your average gypsy muse. Introduce yourself. Hello, my name is uh, Tammy Fennell. Speak louder, please. My name is uh, Tammy Fennell. I prefer nomad over gypsy. We'll go with both, though. Um, I started painting when I was maybe 18. All right, wait, wait, wait. wait. This is just introductions. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. We're going to get into your life in a minute. And to my right, we have, when I look at this woman, I think of Joan Jett. I think of a badass female that doesn't take any shit. Very stylish. Very caring. I don't really know what she does, but she, we're going to figure all that out. Can you introduce yourself to the world? Hello. Grateful to be here. <laughs> <laughs> However, I found myself here. Tristan Jameson. Tristan Jameson. All right, so now that we have the introductions down, how is everyone doing tonight? How was everyone's night? I got no Amazing. Hey, every day was like one for me. It's been a day and a half for fucking sure. 
Well, I'm not finished with mine. You know we didn't so, take this. We didn't follow the yellow brick road to get take here, it. but it's all good now that we're here. So Tristan, um, where Trista. Are, Trista, where are you? Where are you? Where are you from? Originally born Orange County. Orange County. Grew up in the Palm Springs area. Mm-hmm. Lived in L.A., New York, North Carolina. Currently back in Palm Springs area. Visiting my <laughs> my friend in mm. the San Francisco area. <laughs> um, that was your question. So you live in, where are you living Palm in? Springs. Palm Springs. And why were you moving around so much? Why would you not? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I just asked the questions. Mm. Was there a reason so, for you to move from here to there? When I was born in Orange County, and then we moved to Palm Springs, I was, like, desperate to be in the city. So I did City as in San Francisco? City as in L.A. first was Uh, my thing that I needed to tackle because it was closest. Mm -hmm. And then New York. Why Um, were you desperate to to live in the city, though? Just be around like energy, people doing their thing, like fast moving things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the ability to jump on the like, I call it the energy train. Mm-hmm. You could jump on something at night, kind of like what we did tonight. The yeah. energy train. Public transportation. No, it doesn't even have, to, you don't even have to be on. A physical moving vessel. Mm. It's just that there's so many fucking people in the city that True. you have the ability to go somewhere, not know anyone, and end up in a place you never knew you were going to. Not good or bad, but that option is not available everywhere. True. It's available in places like New York, San Fran. So you like tonight. So when you when you when you were growing up, you felt like I felt stuck. you were being held back from. Yeah, I knew it from at a young uh, age. from exploring or being the person that you knew inside. You were yeah, mm. yeah. No, and the I, only way to to release that was to live in a city. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So when you moved to New York, what, what, like, what boroughs did you live in? Um, so I first landed in Bushwick. And it was cool because it was about 2013, 2014. So it was like a little bit before the pop off of it being all gentrified and fucking. Williamsburg was the next fucking Manhattan. You know, it was like, it was still nitty gritty. It was still people in that area were like, what the fuck is going on? Like, fuck all you got. Like, there was, there was still like energy, real energy of, it's kind of a shame. It, it happens anywhere. It happened in Venice, LA. Are you talking about, um, gentrification? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, the formula is people with not a lot of money live in a certain place. It's 
essentially dangerous. No mm. one goes there. For whatever reason, artists start moving there who have no money because it's cheap. Then people spot it out, such as like big companies like Google. They're like, oh, mm, cool people are moving here. You know what I mean? There's a lot of hipster, like they think, oh, these are hips, but really they just don't have money to live anywhere. So, but they're making this area cool and less dangerous. And then companies with a lot of money move in and buy these fucking places. And then it's Williamsburg. Mm -hmm. Then it's Venice. Then so like it's in relation to Brooklyn, like where is Williamsburg? Is it north, south, east? Williamsburg is in Brooklyn. It's in so, Brooklyn. Yeah. So there's Manhattan. You know, Manhattan was is all built out. That's like bajillionaires. You know, it's overdone with. They've gentrified the fuck out of it. Parts of Brooklyn no one wanted to go to, mm. such as Bushwick. I feel like the only uh, relativity I have to that area is when I lived in Rhode Island. Mm. We would go to New York for like shits and giggles. Tammy, put the mic close to your mouth. We would go to New York for shits and giggles, and I was trying to see Joey Badass, and he was in Brooklyn, mm. but I like was alone, like I had no homies to go with, so yeah. I saw like a random dubstep artist. I think it was Troy Boy. Troy Boy. I like went to see him in uh, Brooklyn. Uh, not Brooklyn, but um. You said Long it's Island, in, uh, Manhattan. Manhattan. Okay. I, for, yeah, like, there's like five boroughs: like Manhattan, the major fucking city, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Long Island, Queens. Yeah, I like. Tammy, you used to live in Brook. Uh, you used to live in New York. I lived in Rhode Island. Oh, Rhode Island. Rhode Island for a year. I moved there straight after San Diego. That, that's a that's a state. Rhode Island? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. super fucking small. It's, it's like 45 minutes to get across the whole state. Yeah. The whole fucking state. And like growing up in California, that's like culture shock for me. Yeah, absolutely. To get across a whole state in 45 minutes when you can get across a whole fucking city like where I'm from in 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. like where... So what, what were you doing in Rhode Island? Um, It was just like where I needed to be at the time. So you grew up there? No, nah, I'm from the Palm Springs area. You're from so Palm Springs, after California. Palm Springs, like I graduated high school and then I moved to Santa Cruz mm -hmm. for about a year and then I moved to San Diego. Mm -hmm. After San Diego, I went to Rhode Island. Why did you move from there to there? Uh, San Diego was just like not the spot for me. Well, what, what was the reason for moving to San Diego? I was in a very toxic place mentally, physically, emotionally. So my toxic how? It was super fucking toxic. Like I. I was in a house. I was the only chick out of like five dudes. There was a lot of drugs every night. Mm. Every morning I woke up, there were people awake. It it was just, it was bad. Like all around bad. I weighed. Where, where was this? San Diego. San Diego. Like off of uh, 54th Street. But, but did you go to Santa Cruz? I lived in Santa Cruz, yeah. No, no, so did you go to Santa Cruz? You can turn it yeah, down. Yeah, like right after high school. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, oh okay. Yeah, I was like in Capitola for a bit. But my roommate's like... Yeah, that's my fishing spot right there. Capitola. Capitola, yes. I lived in Capitola. It's yeah, that's like my fishing spot pretty right sure there. it's like in my fucking, like on my ID. Like 
Damn. It was okay. super fucking. And the weirdest thing is, okay, so I was working in Lake Tahoe, like at a coffee shop at the Hyatt, Hyatt Regency, Lake Tahoe. I was working at a coffee shop, and my fucking landlord from Capitola came into my line. Like, strip. I'm not even fucking kidding you. Came into my line, like, at this coffee shop in a hotel in fucking Lake Tahoe. Like, it's super obscure. Like, you wouldn't go to that coffee shop unless you were staying at that hotel. And he came up to my line and started talking. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I recognize his accent. Uh-huh. And it was my fucking landlord. Wow. From Santa Cruz. And it was super, and like, you know, like, you have those instances where it's like, perfectly connected shit but i was like hey like do you remember me he's like no like so like he like deals with the shit like every fucking day like i got letters in the mail like saying like he fucking quiet you know whatever but uh-huh. you know like mm-hmm. when you move out and you mm-hmm. experience things you know, you it's just take it for what it is yeah that's great <laughs> Yeah, well, like I said, like speaking of Mike, nigga, when you talk, moved to Santa Cruz, didn't have anywhere to go. We're staying in motels. There was this one instance where we were in a motel, and I was sitting on the sink, and I broke the fucking sink. Like it, like crashed onto the ground. It was completely fucking broken. And uh, this is in San Diego. This is in Santa Cruz. Uh, so, oh, so you was lit then. So we're like, this, is, like, this, this was during right college. After I graduated, we just picked up and fucking dipped. Mm. Like, I lived with my sister, like, all throughout high school. She was taking care of me. So when I graduated, I was like, okay, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm fucking out of here. And my homie was like, okay, like, I have somewhere to go. We're in this random ass hotel and I broke the fucking sink. It was completely broken. The whole sink was broken. So he was like, you guys need to get out of here like right fucking now. And my dad called and he was like, it's not our fault. Like he could have like crashed in her foot or what X, Y, and Z. And he like got us out of it like somehow, but. So, um, so my understanding is when you were in San Diego, you started to experience drugs a lot. In San Diego, yes. Definitely. And you left San Diego to to what? To get away from that? To better myself because I knew I was in a very, very toxic And spot. then when you left San Diego, you came to the Bay Area? No, I went to Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. How yeah. old were you in San Diego? How old was I? I was like 19. Trisha, speak in the mic, please. All right, how old were you in San Diego? I was 19, 19 years old. Baby. Dealing with a long-distance relationship as well as, like, dealing with a personal... It was all super fucking gnarly. Like, life is crazy, and... Were you suffering from depression back then? I think that I have been in depression for a very long time, longer than I have realized. (laughs) I have realized it recently, like how long I have been experiencing it. Um, I realized that like maybe uh, 10, 20, 21. It's mm. when I realized like how dark the spot I was in and like how long that I was feeling what I was feeling. And you're 26 now? I'm 25 at the moment. I'll be 26 in July. 
I feel like you go through emotions and kind of, you know, like mask shit and try to go along with whatever is going on in your life Mm -hmm. and try to hold on. But until the moment that I was like, you know, I'm talking about like, I like had this super gnarly moment until I was at that moment. I didn't realize everything that was beyond that, Mm. you know, like, you live with this darkness inside of your heart and you don't realize until you're at the point of like complete darkness. So I'll be like straight up. Like I lost my mom when I was 12 and I tried to kill myself when I was 25, probably like a year ago. Mm. And I was like ready to fucking go done, done. And that's it. So you didn't have nobody to talk to about that. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that you can trust. Yeah. To, you know what I'm saying? When when you're going through that kind of stuff like that, you need someone that you can trust, friends, or either family that you can talk to about that certain stuff. But you didn't have that. So that's why you didn't talk to nobody about that. I mean, that. like, I suppose I did, but I was just, like, so deep in it, like, I didn't care to talk to them about it. Right, that. because you didn't trust them, right? Yeah, because you didn't. Like, I wanted to be, like, where I was at, like, in that moment. Yeah, because you didn't, you didn't, like, not trust them, but it was just, like, um, they wouldn't understand you. You know or what I'm saying? she didn't think they would. Or, like, I just don't care, like, what you think. Right. Like, I'm going to do yeah, like, either whatever or. I want to do. It doesn't right. matter what people think. Yeah, yeah but when yeah. you don't care about what someone else thinks, yeah. that means that you don't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, like, you can be like, oh, like, I want somebody to talk to, but they're not, they, they don't understand me, you know what I'm saying, to where, because everybody needs somebody to talk to when they're going through some kind of stuff, when they're going through something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Yeah. And you didn't have nobody like that. So that was a thing. Because I've been through hella shit too, but I didn't have nobody that I can talk to that understands everything. It was all always about them. It's always like, I feel like judgment. Like I can't yeah. like talk to you about like what I'm feeling. Yeah. Like you're going to judge me. Right. Or, or when you talk to them about what you're going to, going through, they're going to make the, everything about them or what they're going Always. to. Always. Yeah. And be selfish, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's what it is. Absolutely. It's super hard to like distinguish the two. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. And like still, like to this day. How did you, how did you, when you tried to commit suicide, how did you try to commit suicide? Uh, I was super drunk at my place of business, which is called Ballast Point. It's like a brewery or whatever. I was super drunk and I felt not loved at all by anyone that I was around. So the people that I was with dropped me off at home. They were concerned about me, but I masked it to the point where they could drop me off, you know, like, I could be alone. You didn't tell them everything. Like, I'm I'm fine. Like, I could be, like, by myself or whatever. So I, like, felt, like, I filled up my cat's food and his water. And I just, like, sat in my kitchen for a very long time. But, like, 
prefix for this, like my roommate lost her brother to suicide and she is my person and she was my person at that time. And when she lost her brother, it was very like random. Like we had no fucking idea that he was sad or whatever. I sat with her for about three and a half hours trying to figure out where her brother was. And finally the police department of Fullerton or fucking Fresno or wherever the fuck she was, like called us and was like, Hey, like, I'm sorry to tell you, but like What's your brother her is dead. What's her name? Her name's Danielle. Danielle Price. So like we were, her mom hit her up via email saying like, Hey, I cannot contact your brother can you please contact him and she tried and we couldn't get a hold of him contacted the police department and they were like we can't get a hold of him like we'll get a hold of you soon and soon is like three hours away like if you're concerned about fucking someone like you want soon to be like 30 minutes you know what i'm saying like it's not it was like longer than 30 minutes i was like sitting in her room fucking waiting for a call back from the police department from Fresno or where the fuck ever. So finally the police department called us back, told her that, told her that he was dead, like straight up told the sister that your brother is dead. Mm. And she was like crying, could not get together. I had to put on her shoes for her, drive her to like, you know, like drive her to the, house or whatever and pick up the cats and it was like all super fucking gnarly and I have been through a lot of gnarly shit in my life and that was one of them like I've never heard somebody have to talk to their mom and be like your son's dead um it was super duly you ever try to commit suicide before Um, no, sir. <laughs> no. No. First of all, speak in the mic, please, when you talk. You're on a podcast, you know. I forgot I was on a podcast. All right, so um, enough of the darkness, but we're, we're all glad, yeah. Tammy, that you're still here. We are alive. Thank we God Tammy's well. here. We're all glad that you're Thank alive. Shit gets dark, well. but like you will make it through. Yeah. yeah. If you talk about it and like be about it and own your feelings and talk about your feelings, you'll make it through. So. The thing is, mm-hmm. like, if you uh, venture over into that spectrum and then you're able to come back sanely. Like, you're able to talk to people, you're not angry, you're not fucking holding on to seven million pounds of resentment, whatever, all of that. If you went there, you're also going to be able to experience the other end of the spectrum with not everyone's able to. So that that's a blessing within that. It's hard to see and, like, you're not going to see it unless you come back into neutral zones and are able to not be fucking angry and yeah. it might, like, always be just expressing to say, like, your 
grief and yeah. fucking trying to make everyone sad and all of that. But if you went that way and then you come neutral, then you're going to be able to experience the other end of the spectrum, which is way fucking deep and happy. I like, I'll tell you, not many people can experience like, that. Like, what do we actually know? What is the other side of the spectrum? What is life after death? It's, it's nothing after death. I'm talking about here on life on earth. If you've gone that fucking far deep and south and dark, your mind can, you have the capacity to be able to facilitate the other end of the spectrum. I you can be I'm just like uh, just as severe, happy. optimistic. Like I just like don't even know what could happen. Well, just take for instance what happened today. <laughs> okay, you don't have to say what happened, but um, <laughs> super gnarly. Like you have no idea like what is going to happen emotionally, physically, mentally. I'm just saying you, have you to, went like, far that way. What did today do? Brought you pretty far the other way, right? <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait. Time out. That's up to her what, to discuss. What, what happened today? I'm just saying that's that's part of the life of the pendulum swing. Mm. If you go that way and you make it back to neutral, you're going to go the other way. That's life. So that's why it's sometimes hard for people who are like kind of maybe bipolar because they're just fucking manic. But if you've dealt with all that and you realize it and then you, you kind of start like staying towards the middle you're bipolar i didn't say that i'm just saying like i've experienced a lot of <laughs> everything whether it's me or someone else or mm. yeah I've, I've experienced the spectrum doesn't even matter if i was bipolar i've experienced <laughs> bipolar life yeah um so um Tammy and, and Trista, you guys obviously are friends, right? You guys know each other. When did you guys first meet? Um, so, in middle school, I was like 2013. Mm -hmm. 2012. When my mom died, it was when, 2012. When you talk, speak on mic, please. Excuse me. When my mom died, it was 2012, so it was, like, slightly before that, or, like... What grade were you in then? Seventh. I'm, like, six years older than you, right? 2012? So, 2018, I was 20. What? So, 20... Or, I, I was 18. I I'm six. You guys met in middle school. Yeah. She was like way older than me though. Like I met her through Wait, wait, wait. So She's you met too. Like you were in middle school and she was grown already? She was like, yeah, like when you guys first school. met? Yeah. Uh, and you guys were hanging out? I have a friend that I'm yeah. no longer friends with who's my age. Yeah, we met through like And she has a younger brother mutual. who's her age. Uh, so let me get this straight cuz I'm confused. So, you were a child in middle school. Yeah, like straight and up child. And you met child. Trista mm -hmm. when she was grown. Grown. 
and you were hanging out with her yeah yeah they were very yeah young. Trisha, no one can no one can hear you unless huh? you have to speak in a mic when you talk she was grown she was like what 21 all right so aside from them in the picture i knew my best friend who i'm no longer friends with since fourth grade so how old are you in fourth grade let's see kindergarten is six seven eight nine ten so i was about 10. when i met you it was like I was like in seventh grade. Kindergarten is five, isn't it? Well, then I was like 10, 11, 12. Like mm-hmm. 14 is freshman year. You're 14 when you're in freshman year. So you were like a freshman or sophomore when we first met. It's like his question. Like, when did we first meet? I don't remember how old you got. Like, I don't remember how old you were. I've known Boo. Yeah. True. I've known Michael since like the beginning of fifth grade. How old are you now? Me? Yes. I'm 25. I'm going to be and 26 how, in July. How old I'm are you? 32. Okay. So I've, I've known Ashley since we were 10. Mm-hmm. I'm not friends with her anymore. So that would mean I knew them when they were like six. Mm. But like I didn't really get to know them I knew the younger brother when he was six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, but like twelve in middle school when her she was like very like way more incorporated with the family mm-hmm. than I was. So like the family that we met through the mutual family, yeah. Like my friend who I'm not friends with anymore, she had a younger brother that that's her like best mm-hmm. friend. And How come I'm you're not friends with her anymore? Good question. I don't know. But I'm I'm still friends with him and her. I think that like life you know. is just crazy. I wish I knew. Mm. Um, who, yeah, ended, there's, there, who ended the friendship? You? You stopped hanging around with her? Or she no, stopped I've, re- I've reached out plenty. Uh, so she stopped hanging around with you and you don't know the reason why she did it. I could I could psychologically break down a hundred fucking points of what my viewpoint is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't fucking matter because if someone's not meant to match with you with in that period of your life, then they're not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. If they want to dip out because they don't like what you're about, mm-hmm. then that's what it is. And I didn't do any ill or wrong or there wasn't even a blowout but it was uh sometimes people don't want to like see their reflection yeah you know what i mean but also like at the same time like take your words for what they are like whatever you experience is uh firsthand you know like what you experience with someone else is a direct reflection of you that's all it is and that's what i have learned like no matter what like who i meet or what i experience if i don't like somebody or what they're doing i know it's because i don't like it about myself yeah that's big though that you know no so like you can't blame shit on other people like if you don't like something about somebody else and you're bothered about it it's because you are bothered about it like within yourself what's that whether or not you want to admit it 100% if you actually think about it it's true 
Mm-hmm. It's fucking true. Like if I say like I don't like how this person says how they feel about X, Y, and Z, like I know that it's about me personally. If you like whatever you reflect on some other entity, it's your like whatever you're taking. We're all mirrors for each other. So if you like the reflection that you're seeing in someone, like even if you like it or don't like it, like if you express it and you're like, oh, okay, like you feel some type of way about it, it's because you don't like that about yourself or feel like negative about that about yourself. But there's certain people who run the fuck away from you because you're giving them a glimpse into their own selves that they, they don't run want to see far and they run real fucking far and that's mm-hmm. when you fucking say okay nice to know you but i'm i'm done yeah i guess you didn't like that um trista okay. what do you do for the mm, i'm a hairstylist by trade so that's your like nine to five mm-hmm. that's your nine to five essentially not right now i'm i'm not anywhere right now but I bartend also, so that's what I was doing last. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been a very weird time these past two years. Yeah. How has it don't been weird? Think so? mm, you weren't aware. <laughs> I mean, I'm aware of me. I'm asking you, how has your life been weird the last two years? You weren't in the world. It didn't seem weird to you. That the whole world kind of I mean, well, shut my down. My definition is weird, probably different than yours. Hmm? I don't go through what you go through. Oh, two right. different yeah, people. yeah. We do have two. So why was your? How was your life weird? Mm, I was kind of um, aware that the whole world essentially shut down. No. So I, I personally felt that I was affected. Like, um, I, I really appreciated moving, like to New York or LA and getting to experience this completely new vibe. Mm-hmm. That was maybe a little bit of an escape and a, a high or whatever. Wow. Like that's what I, that's what I got off. That was like a goal, you know, like I want to move there. I want to fucking travel there, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have that now because there's, Mm, there's some cool shit going on. They're smoking uh, invisible joints. Cool. It was a handshake. Oh, all right. I wasn't there. Well, go ahead. Though. The handshake that I learned <laughs> as before, a junior in high school. Yeah, I'm learning a lot right. of new shit these days. I had like multiple roommates all throughout my high school experience. I don't even know what's going on in this. Yeah. Wait, well, I got they were speaking some other language. That's cool. So you moved to New York. Yeah. You had an awakening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. L.A., New Did York. Did you have an awakening because of just because it was. on real board. Because it was New York and it was fast or just because you were around. Have you lived in New York? Because you were around different have you lived races. New, have you lived in New York? I never lived in New York, no. Been to New York multiple times. Okay. Um, so me being born in Orange County, which 
is a city, you know, it's mm-hmm. not New York. But then moving to Palm Springs when mm-hmm. I was six, young, but like old enough to know, like, eh, I was in something that was fucking a little bit popping. Yeah. And then I was over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, fuck that asshole. So then all I wanted to be was in a city. The closest mm. one was LA. So that was my first pit stop. Okay. Do you like LA better than in New York? No. No. I was in LA like five to six years. Mm. You can mute him. I can't mute him. It doesn't matter. Whatever the fuck you guys want to do. So, um, I was in LA like five to six years on and off consecutively and I made like half of a friend. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm not super unfriendly, you know what I mean? And I uh I went to New York two thousand fourteen. That was eight years ago, so I'm thirty two, so I was twenty four. A youngin, you know. I didn't know anyone there. But I had a job lined up. Um, the place I worked in LA opened up a shop in New York and that's how I made the transfer successfully because I wanted to go to New York so you're saying uh, LA was like very fake bro um, what I took from it and everyone can have their own opinion um, was everyone's there for themselves um they're there for their own reason mm-hmm. they're there to be an actor a model a producer a fucking these things that are very singular you know what i mean yeah um i i was i was on music videos and commercials and all that doing the hair so i experienced that world Oh, really? Okay. Um, Yeah, I very quickly progressed up into the world of celebrity bullshit. And um, I like to infiltrate systems because I'm like a little curious kitty. And um, I was was pretty high up in the rankings very quickly. Not because, oh, I'm fucking special, but it just happened like that. And... um, that that someone special wanted me to be their assistant. Like I was, I was the hair assistant, and they wanted me to be their assistant. I'm not gonna name names, but I'm just saying. Like, let's just say I'm going to do Johnny Depp's hair with my my hairstylist. I'm his assistant. I'm probably not even touching Johnny Depp's hair. So what's the problem with you dropping names then? because it's irrelevant i'm just saying like for me it was interesting for me to be able to infiltrate the system so quickly and be in the oh my god the fucking ranks of like people who i'm not trying to be an asshole but a lot of people would fucking like die to be in those positions like they'll do anything to fucking 
be the assistant of what or you know what I mean? She's a master yeah. of her craft. I'm just saying, like, let's say, like, you want to be a musician, and like, there's someone like, I don't know, like, who's really cool right now? I mean, I w- I would think like it doesn't even matter that he's gone, but like Fifty Cent's dope, or Dr. Dre, or Eminem. Yeah. Let's yeah. say like you're able to be his producer's assistant you're like all right and you get in that fucking world and you're in the room with dr dre or eminem or whatever and um and you're supposed to be just the assistant and then they want you to be their assistant that's interesting right the assistant to the assistant the assistant to the star oh to the star so Dr. Dre wants you to be his assistant now because... I mean, I'll do it just to get my foot in the door. Absolutely, you would. But what if someone fucked it up for you, the one that you're working with? Because mm. they're jealous that you just got picked out right away. That's what, so that's what, you, that's what happened to you? Yeah, I experienced that. That was interesting. Yeah, but uh, like what you're saying is like be that would have happened way before you even got to that situation, though. Like, Before you, you know, even like got to the Dr. Dre stuff? No, but it was an interesting uh, excel of what I experienced. So yeah. somebody rode somebody rode your wave the whole time mm-hmm. until you went to the top and then they no, I got to the top there. Like where we grew up, getting tickets to this festival was like getting tickets to prom. It didn't have anything to do with that. But also like like when we had tickets, like VIP tickets, Coachella, like we it didn't have anything to do with that. Like we just snuck in. It didn't have anything to do with that. Me and I'm talking about when I moved to LA and did hair. Like multiple <laughs> homies, like we snuck into Coachella and All right, got go free off. tickets, free VIP tickets, go off to yeah. get into the whole That's fucking fine. festival. It doesn't. It, what and I'm talking about doesn't Ashley even fucking matter. Tristan, no, because Ashley was like, give me your fucking ticket. I like, know, but what know, I'm talking about is not this. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, She's I'm talking about her life context. story. I'm out of context. That's okay. For sure. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't even. It's all right. Um, <laughs> I'm just talking about it's interesting to infiltrate systems and be around these things that are like so fucking glorified, mm. so looked up to. Mm-hmm. And certain personality types will either fucking bend over and fucking lose their life to do whatever it takes to be in a next position, next position, whatever, whatever, whatever. And um, I was in those positions and I quickly realized, like, I don't care about this. I, I don't care about i don't i don't care about the fucking end music video i don't care about you as a celebrity i don't care about this as a vogue editorial shot i don't care about my name anywhere on the roster i don't care about my fucking pay check i don't care and that's what makes me very different there are people who would fucking do anything I got lucky. I got a spot to fucking deal with it. And I don't care enough about it. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't because like I got born into it. It was because I found my way. I infiltrated the system. Real fucking and real. I got my way there. Dude, but do you remember like that? I realized like mm, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, but when you say you don't care, um, <sighs> you basically did care. I because care to see if I cared. Not once, like I wanted to see if I cared once I got there, and I got there, and I didn't care. When we were on our way you home, I mean, from yeah, the but no, it's not about the festival. It's not about Coachella. <laughs> like, still, like no one's gonna take you home unless like you know what's going on. It's not about that. I'm talking about working in LA as a hairstylist and working with. Celebrities, Listen, Tammy is which fucked doesn't up right fucking now. matter. <laughs> doesn't matter about <laughs> celebrities. <laughs> None of this matters. True. I only know it firsthand, and she's super fucking great at it. No, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Like, sit down. None of that shit fucking matters. So where are you going? But it does. Sit down, speaking to the mic. Trista. Sit down and speak into the mic, please. Doing fucking X, Y, and Z. We can't hear you unless you're talking to Mike. You were fucking live. No, you were living your life, fucking being a fucking hairstylist, making your own. All right. Anyway. um, Yeah. Let's move on. Like, do you do you do you have any questions for Dula? What 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 what's a question that you want to know about him? All right. Um, speaking of Mike, how, please. How has your Trista speaking of Mike, please? How has your new year been? It's February, so oh, well, the last right. two years have been not so great. So, so wait, wait, wait. What's your question? Uh, like, I want to know your question. Like you said, has this new year been any different from the last two years for you? Because, like, I feel like there has been a shift, but I want to know if you feel it too. Yeah, it's, it's been a shift. Like, I'll, I'll, last year I'll be in like a what? We'll be in like another country. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. It so didn't even affect you then. No, no, it did. Like, right. yeah, like this is like, last year I did Houston like, what, like four times. You did Houston doing what? Four t- We did Houston four, well, I did you Houston too? four times. No, no, oh. not him, but we did Hawaii together. Doing what? What you mean doing what? Like Talk shows? Like your, no, 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 like travel. travel. We oh, travel. Okay. Me and him travel a lot. That's what we do. Okay. Like, like we I go didn't. everywhere. So yeah, we. I didn't know that. Yeah, so we go everywhere, have a good just time, just to experience life. Yeah, that's what we do. But I'm saying, like that this year, you asked me about this year. Yeah, yeah, we're only now, I ain't in February. Been nowhere. I ain't okay. been no. I haven't been nowhere no this year. That's, okay. Yeah, so that's the difference. Like, and you live in um, San Fran. No, I live in uh, San Leandro, you know. And yeah. all right, San yeah, I'm not from San Leandro, like, but I live I in San Leandro. Where that's at. Oh, it's probably I like 15 like, minutes away from here. It's, oh, okay. yeah, it's nothing. South, you? right? Like, right here, San Leandro. Yeah, south. Yeah, you live right here. Yeah. But that's like so. You know, we're not a, from this area, but you guys are born, <laughs> born and raised. Mm, I don't know. Ask, are you? Ask, are you so, born? So on, on, like, where were you so the, the rule on this podcast is mm-hmm. I don't answer questions. Okay. 
So. Oh, you don't answer questions. But you so, have to know. Like, where the so fuck yeah, were you pushed out? Where was he pushed out? Well, the, so I can't first of all, speak into the mic. Okay, where, so what's your question? Where you were you pushed out of a vagina? Where were you born? It's about okay. me asking you questions. Right. Wait, wait. Can you well, ask me a question then? Let's focus on what's... So, very fucking straightforward question. When you were brought onto this earth, where were you? I was Does pushed out in San Francisco, but I don't represent anything all right. at all. So when you ask me, "Hey, Abdullah, where are you from?" I represent the world. I don't. That's fine. I don't. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna be like my birth. My birth certificate says San Francisco. Ma, but I hear you. How I do you spell your name? A A B D U L L A H. The H is silent. Well, two L's. Sorry, I was just wondering. Yeah, it's double. No, no I'm not. And I'm like Trista. T R I S T A. Yeah, it's good to know there's a double A. It comes from that background, but I'm not practicing. What? Yeah. What'd you say? I don't. I don't practice that. Still, that's like I can't hear well. Sorry. Yeah, I can't hear well. But my birth original birth certificate does not say Abdullah Lane. I'm not going to tell you about. I'm not going to. Right. I'm not going to tell you what my original birth certificate says. No, we're not going to do that. Because yeah, there's nothing there. You right. said it says Abdullah. No, my birth certificate doesn't say that, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Right. Yeah, let's talk about these kids, though. You could be with it. So <laughs> where were you Wait, uh, birthed? Where were you born? Abdullah. It's Abdullah. You. Abdullah. When's your birthday? I don't know. Uh, See, when you come is on this Pisces? podcast, it's about you guys, not me. Aries? No, I'm asking you. You can't ask me questions. Why? That's the rule on everyday slavery. I'm podcast. curious, though. He won't answer, huh? You're going to tell me off the mic? Mm-hmm. All right, for sure. Um, so there's no way I can ask you what your birthday is, so I'll tell you what mine is. Yeah, what is yours? You don't even care. I'm asking you, when is it? I told you to ask me. And now I'm asking. <laughs> I wish you looked more interested, but it's August 16th. When is your... Oh. August 16th. <laughs> so that's a Leo. A Leo? Yeah. Wait, what do they say about Leos? I wish I knew what sign you were. No, but what do they say about Leos? What you they didn't say, say anything. No, what do they say about Leos? Oh, um, generally. Yeah. So, like, every sign is ruled by a certain planet or whatever, and mm-hmm. Leos are ruled by the sun, so they're essentially, like, the sun is the center, so right? It says, so you're, listen, it says I Leos think, uh, are the natural leaders of the zodiac. As I believe like more in the moon than I do in the sun. If you live in if you live in a certain part of the United States, you live in the South, you're gonna deal with hurricanes, you live in Miami, boom. All right. You live in California, you're gonna deal with earthquakes. I feel like everything is relative. No matter where the fuck you come from or like no matter what the fuck you believe, you're you're living, you're alive. It's one fucking consciousness 
you are alive, you believe in your morals, you believe in other people's morals, you can respect other shit even though you don't believe in it. You're into astrology? I I would say like I coincide with it, but I don't believe in it. Like I don't hold 100% truth with astrology. Mm. I am probably more religious than I am. Religious? Yeah, like you was like ready to commit suicide. So what are you talking about? Um, I have had crazy religious experiences. So I think that like, I think that believing in something higher than yourself is. You believe in God? I believe that I am God. You believe so you're God. like I am God. People that I meet are God. Like whatever you are going. Do you believe I'm a God? What'd you say? Do you believe I'm a God? I'm a God. Do you believe I am a God? Me, Jordan. Yeah, one hundred percent. You are. Do you are believe I'm your God? You are my God. Depends, like what I believe. Do you in believe that I'm your King? Depends what I believe in that moment. This moment, right now. Do you believe I'm your King? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I could believe that for sure. Okay. That's I think what I like it's to like hear. very objective. <laughs> like what you feel in the moment. I have had crazy experiences, and what I believe is, you are supposed to be who you are, and that's it. Let's talk about your painting. When did you start painting? I started painting when I was probably eighteen. Yeah. My mom was an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't necessarily pass it on to me, but I feel most connected to her through my paintings. Yeah. Yeah, she was very talented. Like, you say you, you say she passed away. Yeah. Uh. When I was uh twelve, mm-hmm. through colon and liver cancer. You guys were like really close. Yeah, we were close. I think it was just like difficult. You know, like while you're growing up being a teenager, it's hard to connect with your parental authority in that moment in time. So I probably could have been better, but I try not to judge myself too hard on that moment in time because it was, it was gnarly. Like it was pretty fucking gnarly. But she was. So when did you, when did you realize that you, when you were painting when did you when was when did you realize like oh shit i'm really good at painting probably the next year after she passed if not the same year like all my siblings say like i gained her artistic ability just because i expressed myself through paintings drawings like whatever in the moment, I just feel what I feel, and I express it in that moment, and that's that's all that it is. So I feel like she was very calculated. She had a whole life plan. You know, like she had a marriage. She had kids. She had a lot to live up to, but after she passed, I just kind of like held on to whatever I could from her. And that was like a part of her, was her artistic ability. And I 
kind of just like latched on to that. Mm. Even if it's like a conscious doodle, you know, like you don't even have, you don't have to think about what you're doing in the moment. And I feel like a lot of people hold themselves back as an artist. They're like, oh, this isn't good enough. I don't think anyone would, would like this. But that doesn't matter. It's whatever you see fit to be amazing. It's whatever you feel in that moment. It's whatever you want to express in that moment on paper, verbally, physically, emotionally. It doesn't fucking matter. If when it, you, when you, uh, have you ever painted something uh, like when you were high? Absolutely. Do you think you create better when you're high? I think it like honestly just depends my state of mind in the moment because I generally always am high. <laughs> like I like uh, like I'm always like I stay smoking weed. Yeah. Like I stay smoking weed, so I will paint smoking weed. I will stay up to paint or whatever. I just I feel like you're surroundings are kind of restricting and you have to break through that like okay you want to do this like if you want to do that that's cool but i'm going to stay here and i'm going to paint yeah it's very hard for me to be disciplined but i feel like what i do express in the moment is is worthy you know like People look at it and they're like, okay, I feel some type of way about this. I like what you're doing. And not to say like the comments or the motivation is all that I want from people, but it, it definitely helps, you know, like you are your biggest judgment. You are, you are your biggest fucking verdict or like whatever the word is. Your like, critic. Yeah. You are your biggest critics so if you are sitting there painting and you're like okay this is super tight i love this if somebody else looks at it you're going to worry about what they think about it yeah so i feel like i'm just doing my best and there are so many artists out there that are making thousands if not millions I just want to do my best and um, relate to people through my artwork. I want you to feel some type of way when you look at my art. I want you to feel alive. I want you to feel like you are grateful. I want you to feel love and acceptance and just like there's no judgment when you look at my art. You can get lost in the strokes. You could get lost in the texture. And that's it. That's cool. Like, straight up. I have had my roommate, and she's been bawling her eyes out and looking at my art, saying that it calms her down. That's the biggest reward for me, is knowing that what I create calms other people down that's all that i want is to make an impact no matter what do you, you feel like you're bring. making an impact i do i truly do because people that look at my art say yes 
I feel some type of way about this. Yes, please keep creating. Yes, I want to hang this up in my home. Like, I just feel like as an artist in this day and age, it's kind of hard to make that not contribution, but transition between like making art at home for yourself and like making art for other people like i have like a few commissions and i'm trying to would you ever would you ever pose nude would i pose nude would you pose nude 100 percent what no should we come with something back over? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're still live here. There ain't, there ain't no editing on this. Oh, well, anyway, I guess we're ending this episode. So anyways, um, uh, are we continuing? Are okay. So you even interested? So you said you oppose nude. No. Did you? No, yeah. I don't oppose. She said she would pose nude. I think you filled the blank in. No. I, I asked do her not she... feel like any type of way about being nude. Okay. But you asked it and she didn't answer. She did answer. You, you weren't paying attention. Oh, Trista, yeah. would you? Yeah, she said yeah. Would you ever pose nude? For what? For like a picture or something. I mean, I pose nude for like sending it to my dudes all the time. Okay. Is that different from Yeah. A publication? Okay, all right. Is that so what you're asking? I'm asking would you pose nude for like a magazine or for like to be out in the world for everyone to see? Not just for your like your private guy that you're seeing. What makes you wonder that question? Nothing. I'm just because we're talking about art, and that's part, part of, of art. art yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of guys who specialize in either photographing or anything in the nude, yeah. naked world. And it's like they often try to categorize it as it's art. So how do you defi- deficient? Oh, what's that word? Deficient. Um, no wait. Differentiate. Different- <laughs> differentiate. Dif- Look at this. Differentiate. Okay. Yeah. How do you differentiate? The yeah, the two of art and just and just sex. Like, just a creep. Is a creep. Um. To be honest, like, I think 98% of the art world has nothing to do with explicit sex or nudity. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I understand that the body and the woman's body and sex and, like, graphic men and women together or just the man or, or the 
whatever woman's or man's body itself is art absolutely like the muscles the the curves the everything like it is beautiful but um <laughs> i think when someone just straight up is was like would be like would you pose nude do you want to do a fucking nude photo shoot do you want it's like I'm pretty sure your intentions aren't like you're a full artist. It's like you're interested so in the I, sexuality. Like if I had my camera right now, yeah. I was like, pose nude for me. I'm pretty sure that you're interested in the sexuality of humans, not so much the quote-unquote artistic view of the world. Like people have looked at apples for thousands also, of like, years that is your view of it like i that's my view have taken many view. pictures i've had a, like this that's my for view i don't mean anything like, to the world that's not true like i think that if i were to ask that of you i would keep it very sacred and like keep it for myself and take it very seriously like in the moment so you're saying if you said, can you pose nude for me for an artistic purpose? And I would, I were to agree with it. And then you're like, all right, this is literally for my own sacred artistic view. And then I'm like, okay, it's important to you because you're an artist. I feel like you would crush it. Like you would fucking kill it in the moment. Your poses would be out of this world. But like as much. All right. Well, I want you guys to explain to me, like the like as much as like I feel like I'm trying to explain. I'm not getting anywhere. I want you as much like you want to think towards the future. If I had my camera right now, yeah, and these microphones weren't here and we were super fucked up, like you would be down to pose for me, and I would take pictures. And and what would would that mean to you? What would that mean to you? That I was like in my. As an, you're an artist, right? You're asking from a, an artistic point of view, right? You're I, like, I want a nude photo of you because I'm an artist. And what does that mean to you? It means that like I cherish the moment. And it, the moment. Okay. That's all it is. Like the moment exactly. Is that what you mean as well? Like, would you pose nude? And you're like, can we capture the moment? Is that what that is? Like, in, you're an artist too, right? Yeah, but I'm not an artist in that category. You just asked the question? Like, if mm-hmm. we were in my bedroom, okay. and it was, like, you and I, mm-hmm. like, depending on, like, how fucked up we were, like, I feel like we would get to that point. Right. And you would trust me to not share anything with anyone. It would just be for but, myself. But. So you think you you're saying that you think that she will be asking uh, like a sexual she's asking you like to look at you in a sexual way I think that if we were to the point like the other night we could not even tell what a fucking dryer sheet was right what a what a dryer sheet a dryer sheet that Mm -hmm. goes in the dryer yeah. You guys couldn't tell what a dryer sheet was? No. What do you mean? You were doing laundry and you couldn't tell what a dryer sheet was? Like the dryer sheet was a, like a on my bed. Thing. Like I was putting away laundry and we were high as fuck and 
Wow. Ketamine, the hell of a So (laughs) I don't actually know if this is the case, but maybe if, you know, like we were. So you're saying, like, if you would have asked her yesterday, that night, she would have said, yeah? I don't think that she would say, yeah, but. She's saying, if I did say, yeah, then it would be like. A sacred artistic photo. Yeah, like there's no way that I would. But you're ever... saying, no matter what, if she asked, you would say no. It's not a. It's I not think a... it like depends, like in the. Let moment. her answer. Okay. All right. It's not like, oh my god, I'm so fucking against being naked. It's not that. It's just like, do you really think like? A butt naked person like exposing themselves, being vulnerable is like so fucking artistic. That's when people sketch an apple the same way, they literally sketch an apple the same way as someone posing nude. I don't think I would refer to these images for inspiration. Like I think it would just. Be I'm not saying it's the same. I'm in my camera like, for like shits and fucking giggles, like I'm telling you, people get off on it more than an apple. Yeah. So it's like so like maybe we a wanted- different degree of art. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I don't really think that it's like you. It. It's all right. I'll give you an analogy. Like, I don't think we would get there. Do you want an analogy? Honestly, like, we have been with each other multiple times. I have an analogy. Um, water. But um, my analogy is, all right, so you could have sex, right? And um, you, if you were really into the person, then... It it should be good, right? Yeah. You shouldn't need like that much else. Mm. Or at least that's how I am. Yeah. So this is my viewpoint of like you guys are both asking me about the posing nude for artistic points. Um and I'm saying when two people just have chemistry and they have sex like that should be enough but then there's people who think they need because they're a little bit um desensitized Mm. and that's common in society people are who are desensitized are people who need to watch porn all fucking day or or before having sex with someone or during just to like kind of get off or or that's what they do to masturbate and it's like yeah i'm being explicit but do you watch porn i don't never i don't reach out for it now because when i'm into someone like that's enough for me i'm like i want to fuck that person so you just you don't never like I don't know. Sit no, around. Like, you never watched porn before. I have. It. it I'm. It kind of honestly grosses me out. Mm. I don't need somebody. I don't need to watch somebody else. But I'm not judging. I. I get it that other people are like, oh my god, they're 
senses are like tantalized. They're just like, oh my God, there's fucking dicks and anuses and straps and whips and like so much shit that they would not have in real life. You know what I mean? Um, and so their brain is way stimulated more than they would ever be. Have you, do you watch porn, Tammy? Yeah, I do. I think If we were to go into your porn history, what, what do you search for? What will, what will we find? Uh, definitely girl on girl. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what the circumstances, I want to see girls fucking each other. Are you bisexual? Yeah. If not, like, lesbian, but I have not extremely explored that part of myself because I do love dick and I prefer dick so it's hard to say like I'm 50-50 with like dick and vagina but I think girls are way more sexier than dudes for sure Tristan you bisexual? yeah Like, I have maybe masturbated a handful of times. Like, the whole time I've been alive, like, masturbated maybe seven times and made myself come, like, five, which is pretty low for, like, personal... Wait, in your life? In my life, yeah. You only masturbated seven times your whole life? I have masturbated, like, maybe ten times, made myself come, like, five to seven times. But then the rest was with people? Yeah. Mm. But you come easily with other people? Yeah, very easily, yeah. Interesting. I'm like the opposite. Takes a lot for you? Like, I could fucking make myself come somewhat easily. Like, not like, oh, one second I'm going to fucking come, but like, but then, no, I'm not going to come with just anyone. So I'm a little bit opposite. Yeah, very Mm. mental for me. Like I super mental. Oh, yeah. What happened? Where'd you go? Huh? Your phone? Is it gone? Hmm. What are you doing? No, but that's cool. So, um, Marco yeah, said he saw, like, found a half grand kit. Where is it? Nigga, this is a live podcast. Y'all having these little personal side conversations. Very fucking personal. I feel like, in theory, making yourself come is a lot easier than said than done. Mm. 
It's like, <laughs> no, like I can. Um... So there's one, two, three, four, five people here. So there's four. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Wait, one, two, three, four. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. One, two, three, yeah. four. Mm-hmm. But not. That's it. Four people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on. What were you getting at? It's so like, what is like the ratio for like what? masturbation? To what? Fucking people and coming? Yeah, like ultimately, like. Do you, you come more with a person or with yourself? Yeah, pretty much. Or what like, would you prefer? Yeah, like what would you prefer? Like, would you prefer like fucking somebody or like getting off on your own? It's easier to get off on my own. It's more rare to be able to fuck someone and be able to come with them or on them or for them or whatever the fuck you so want like to call what, it. Like, what are your tools? Like, just fingers or like tools or what is like your mental Can state? Can you guys speak into the microphone? What is your your mental state when does the mic have to be in my mouth yes absolutely because you have a low ass absolutely. voice absolutely hello sorry you guys singers it's our sorry. first podcast okay continue with the question right. like okay. even answer like question. both of you like how like no no you- ask her if answer answer the question how mm, do you prefer i can't i can't just come with just anyone it's not like so me personally, I know this is not everyone. So say like you're drunk as fuck, like at home, just left a bar, you're at home, you want to you wanna come, you're in your bed. Do you use a vibrator or do you use your fingers or? A vibrator and fingers. Like there's got to be like a clit vibrating type of, like there's got to be something on the clit mm-hmm. and inside. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, I'm going to finger myself and come. I'm not that person. For sure. That's me. Some people can. Some people are like, oh, I'm going to finger myself and come. Or some people are like, I can fucking come with someone touching my clit with their tongue for a second. It's like, no. Mm -hmm. That's not me. So what about you? What's like the easiest mm. way? Oh, he doesn't answer questions. Oh, so moving on. I'm the moderator. Okay, like so. First of all, he'll come uh, with anything. Who me? Yeah. Fuck no. Oh really? First of all, I don't come off head. I okay. get, oh wow! I gotta get a, I gotta get in some pussy. For oh okay, all right. Yeah, and all I right. tear I tear shit up when I get up here. Oh all right, yeah. You know he's, not, like, he's not so stopping. so. Oh, so are y'all listening? Or what? I said, listening. I said you're not stopping. No, 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 no. Once you're in the pussy. So like, no, no, it's, uh, I'm listening. Hold on for a second. All right, let me finish. Tammy. Yeah, let me finish. Let me finish okay. this. So, uh, first of all, I like a woman to get hers first. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, the gentleman uh, in you. Oh yeah, he's a, yeah, yeah, a gentleman. But I don't come off head. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I gotta get in some pussy. And I tear shit up when I get up in it. You know what I'm saying? Like once you're in it, you're fucking in it. Yeah, I'm in it. And uh, and when you get yours, then we good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then you be like, oh yeah, I'm coming. I'll pick you up in the air. Whatever, whatever you like. We could walk around in the living room and I tear that shit up. You know what I'm saying? As long as perfect. you climax and you chalk, we good. You know what I'm saying? I feel like not a lot of people feel that way. 
No, 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 no. No, because I'm not. Yeah, we. First of all, when 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 I'm lit and I'm when I'm drunk, yeah, we're gonna be fucking for at least an hour. Yeah. At least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, we're going for ah. Yeah, so if you ain't ready for none of that, if your pussy be sore, you better get your, you better get your, uh, 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 lube, whatever you need. Whatever you Yeah, whatever you need. Go to Walgreens. Walgreens is my house 24 hours. I think it's a minute, man. Huh? Walgreens is a spot. Yeah, Walgreens is a spot. Yeah, so you get your little coconut oil and we can get to it. We can get, hey. I play, hey, yeah, I get up in your penny or I get up in your pussy. Tammy, do you eat ass? Do I eat ass? A man ass? Um, I never have personally (laughs) eaten ass, but if somebody that I genuinely liked was like, will you eat my ass? I would say yes. Mm. So you never done, you never done it before. You'll let it do each ass. Oh, I have already done that, but if a dude was like, eat my ass, I would do it. Uh, yeah, of course y'all gonna do it, but me, I don't play with pennies. Uh, yeah, so I feel like yeah, <laughs> they were like, sure, up, like, will you do this for me? I would say yes, but I'm not going to ask them. I mean, like, kind of, maybe, like, I've asked the dude that I'm hooking up with to, like, do a little ass play, but he's not down, but. No, the only way I'm gonna run up in your ass if your pussy is weak. If your pussy is weak, I'll run up in your ass, but you know, I, don't, I don't play with that penny shit, though. I used to tear shit up. It's like a whole different ball game now. Yeah, because I, I, me, I don't worry about what, I don't give a fuck who you been with. I don't worry about the last dude you been with. I only worry about me. I, I, me, I believe I can fucking with, fuck better than anybody. That's all I worry about. You know what I'm saying? So I'll pick you up in the air and I'll tear that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you like. Yeah, I feel like in the moment when you're getting the shit fucked out of you, whether it's vaginal or anal, you don't fucking care. Like, let's go. Yeah, we we off that clam chowder together. Yeah, yeah, right. You ever had double penetration, Tim? Uh, Yeah. I have, yeah. Um, It Have was, you ever uh, recorded yourself? No. No? No, I haven't. It was unexpected, the double penetration. I feel like the person didn't realize what was going on in the moment, but I did for sure. Like the next day, I bought. How did he not know what, what was going on? What are you talking Like, I don't think he realized like, how much I liked it in the moment. Yeah. Like, the next day, I, like, bought condoms, like, bought lube, like, ready to fucking, ready to go. So, who was the other guy? What'd you say? Who was the other dude? Just uh, some dude that I met in Long Beach at my job. They were gay? What? Bisexual guys? Because um, I feel you gotta like be. admitted that he was bisexual, but possibly, maybe down the road in his life, but not. Like when I knew him, yeah, he just like something gotta be wrong with you because you know what I'm saying. Ain't no way in hell my shit gonna be that close to another nigga shit. Yeah, no, no he no, didn't. No, I don't do that. About don't that, do that at all. like even yeah. like me being in Oakland now, like some random bitch is like still hitting me up like about drama like with this fucking bull. Like it's yeah, um, I, me, I can't like be with another dude. I be with two females. You know what I'm saying, but. Yeah. 
Uh, if it's two dudes, then we're gonna, you know, we, we're gonna take time. Yeah, for you know sure. <laughs> but that's the thing. I think like, like the only no, no, time. No, can I, can I finish yeah. this though? That's the thing. A woman gotta be down for that though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot like but, to handle. Right. But if my partner just claps him and I know he claps him and then I get on you and then you're like, oh, well, I just let your partner clap. Yeah, like why? Why do you care so much? You know what I'm saying? Let's have care fun. About, like, ever been in that situation specifically? You I've for only, real? Like the only threesome that I've ever had has been with girls. But I'm not. I'm not talking about a threesome now. I'm talking about like. So I'm talking like about you hit and like your homie hits like right. Right, after. but I'm saying what with, with the woman, she knows that, and I'm I'm pressing her, and then she tells me that like. Oh well, no, nah, it ain't cool because you know I just let your home be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, well, uh, baby girl? Why do you care so much? Where, where about what's in front of you though? You know what I'm saying? I think like it's about like morals and like state of mind in the moment. Yeah, right. But if you would let two dudes penetrate penetrate you at the same time, what, what, what what's the difference? Like, what's the third dude? Huh? Like, what is the third dude? Like, after two dudes? No, no. I'm saying, if you will let two dudes penetrate you, one in the pussy, one in the penny, mm. why would you care about if one dude went after the other? Because, man, you had, we was dancing and shit like that. We had a conversation. You was like, oh, nah, because I was just, I just fucked with your partner. Okay, but I don't, what, why do you care too much about that? Because, like, I care about my standards and, like, what I want going into my body. Right. But if you had sex with two dudes and they both penetrated one in the one in the anal and one in the pussy, what, what, what's the difference? Like, at the same time? or like Yeah, at the same times? time. I think, like, I would have to be down in that moment. I thought you just said you was, you was cool with that, though. Um, no. Or that you did that already. Mm-mm. She just did that. No, I've been like touching the ass, but like not by like multiple people. Oh no, I'm saying like I thought the question earlier was have you been penetrated by two dicks at the same time? Mm-mm. So you never been like that? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I thought, the, I, I, thought the, I thought you said yeah. Right. No. See what I'm saying? Double when I said when when I asked you have you ever been double penetrated that means a guy is in your cooch and a guy is in your ass at the same time. I guess like I misheard you. Okay. Yeah, you said you said yes. Mm-mm. No, I was I, I, wrong. I'm telling you, I'm saying you miss. No, yeah, like I misheard you for sure. Oh, okay. I okay. have hooked up with multiple people, but the only threesomes that I've had is with multiple girls. Oh, okay. So you like Lisa, so you like a woman licking your taco then? I it just like depends like in the moment. Like uh-huh. whatever I feel, if you're trying to fucking get me off, like let's fucking go. Like I had a situation where I was making out with one fool and giving a hand like to another. Okay, so what's the what's the problem with like if one dude 
clap your shit. Like, if you're and fucking me in the vagina and you're fucking me in the ass, like that's more than Eiffel Tower. That's like a whole fucking different right. Ballgame. Like I, I understand that. I, I don't know. My question is like, if one dude and these two guys know each other, one dude clap your shit and another dude clap your shit. What's the what's the problem with that? What's the difference? I suppose like it's just like however I feel like about like you in the moment and okay. it just depends I suppose like I can't like give you a definite answer of how I would feel about the general consensus of the situation. Okay, so you, have you ever feel feel two dudes like like two different guys like oh like damn I'm into you. And I know you guys are partners, but I'm also into you. Y'all both make my pussy wet. So how do you feel about that? No, that's never happened to me. So you, two dudes that never made, made your pussy wet at the same time. <laughs> Only one time. I was making out with one dude. I was making out with a dude, and I was giving another dude, like, fuck, a hand job. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was making out with one dude, and I was giving another dude a hand That was the only threesome that I had with two dudes. That's not that's not considered a threesome though. Then that's it. Like the other, like only other time, like I was fucking girls. Okay, yeah. If you did that to me with two dudes, like yeah, I wouldn't wait for that. You would, you would have gave me some pussy. Like no, no, no I'm saying sure. no disrespect. Well, you gonna force her, nigga? No disrespect. Like, but I would have been like, hey, you gonna rape her or something, pussy. nigga? No, fuck no. Like I would have been like, hey. Like, what's up? Like, I want some pussy. Like, no, I feel that. And I was, like, trying to get, like, with one dude. I was, like, let's, like, kick it, like, one-on-one, but he was not down. Yeah, he went down because, you know what I'm saying, he was weak. But, like, nah, like. I feel like it's situational. Like, whatever you feel in the moment is however you feel. Whether right. it's a dude but, or like, a chick or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But don't. That, see, this is the thing with, like, a lot of women. Like, they be like, oh, I don't want to feel this certain way. If I do this, no, like you shouldn't feel that certain way. You're going to be, you're going to be a strong woman regardless, even if you did that. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't, that does not make any sense. Girls are very particular, you know, like they're not going to admit that they enjoyed that moment with the other female. Right. But it's like, if, if you have sex with the friend in March and then later on you have sex with the other friend who you he, who they're both cool in fucking September is not going to make any difference. No, not for the you person still- fucking them, especially like them being fucked is different than the person fucking them. Right. But it's like if. You fuck the dude in March, his friend. There's no strings attached to it. No strings attached. Like, you didn't feel no other way about it. You guys were having fun. Mm-hmm. So, you're going to have fun with his friend in September, too. There's if no I strings want attached. to. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, if I... If I absolutely want to, then, like, yeah, sure. Like, I will fuck however many people I want to in the fucking moment. But if I don't want yeah. to, I'm not going to. Yeah, but ain't nobody... He's gonna, trying to peer pressure you now. It's nobody going to judge you on it like that. Because 
But that's also like me in general, like knowing the energy exchange between me and whoever the fuck I fuck. Because men always have energy exchange. That's not the issue. But also, Uh, like me in general, like I know my energy and I know my worth. And if I want to share that with somebody, even if I don't. See that? Yeah. Well, I don't think you understand what I'm trying to tell you. All right. It's respect, though. Respect. You getting uncomfortable right now? I'm just trying to, like, see, like, what you're saying. Yeah, I'm just trying to explain the shit. You know what I'm saying? Where the fuck did, uh... She over here Trista? I'm about to cut out, bro. Well, anyway. That was an interesting conversation. Like, beyond interesting. (laughs) And niggas trying to peer pressure you in the... Figuring out if I want to have a fucking threesome with you and him or not? No, no, I'm not in it. Wait, first of all. No, that is what he was saying. I was not, I'm not involved in that conversation. I was just like low key. I was a fly on the wall. How much do you have in your mouth? Um, Enough? Like more than enough. Yes. I mean, we're going to end this right now, so. Sit down real quick. Tell the people. All right, well. This has been an interesting... This has been an interesting episode. This was basically a random episode. It's fucking 4 o'clock in the morning. They finished the whole leader of Casadores. Shout out to Hello Stranger. Shout out to Ruby Room. Shout out to Oakland, man. Crazy nights. Everyone's waiting for the world to open back up. And then when we get a little bit of freedom, this is the result. Niggas go crazy outside. So, hope you enjoyed this. My guests are running around the studio, so they can't even give you. A, you know. Anyway, so uh, do it. Tell the people where they can find you. Niggas drank it all my. Okay, so uh, shit. Uh, the people y'all can find me at uh, uh big four one five. And that's on like IG. Or uh yeah, basically that's 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 it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Uh nickname is Do Game, you know what I'm saying? Cause I got all the game in the world, you know what I mean? First time on the podcast, you know what I mean? But you know, it's not my last time, you know what I'm saying? And I got that voice for you though. Like I got that voice like the the I got that radio voice for you. Nigga, I just asked for your IG, nigga. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it's all trouble. Give an old dance. Uh, it's Everyday Celebrity Podcast. We are out. You.